Hi, welcome to Skip's Corner, where I cover Nashville's baseball history and events and introduce you to players, coaches, and other fans. I love the Nashville Old Timers Baseball Association. I've been a member for some time. My dad and I came into that organization by invitation some time ago. It's a great organization that has wonderful baseball people associated with it. It's been around for a long time. This past January, we celebrated our 84th annual banquet, and we raise uh, some money at a golf tournament in September, and we give it away at our banquet, give it to deserving high school baseball senior baseball players so they can go ahead with their college career if they so choose. And I have met so many wonderful people at that, many that I've called friends. And the past six weeks or so, we've lost three One was Larry Taylor. Everybody loved Larry Taylor. He was a former president of the organization, played for the Nashville Vols back in the 1950s. And he left organized baseball to become the basketball and baseball coach at Berry College in Rome, Georgia, where he is well-loved. And Betty Jane Taylor, his wife, has just been a great friend also. They were both season ticket holders at Vanderbilt's baseball games. And then not long after, we lost Roy McDonald. Roy McDonald, he was an umpire in amateur leagues and also college games. Everybody loved him because he was so fair, and he wouldn't take any nonsense off of anybody. He was a former treasurer of the National Old Timers Baseball Association for a long time, and Roy was great to tell stories also. And then this past week, we lost Gene Smith, another beloved member of our organization. And Gene had quite a story to tell when he would tell about his career. Short-lived in the professional ranks, but He was a very good baseball player. He was the nephew of Jim Turner, the former New York Yankees and Cincinnati Reds pitching coach, who also was the Nashville Vols manager in 1960. But I want to tell you a little bit about Gene Smith. He started playing baseball in 1951. He was 11 years old. And then Babe Ruth ball in 1953. And through high school, played in the summertime in the Larry Gilbert League for the boys club team. But he played at Antioch High School, and he was a two-time Nashville Interscholastic League Most Valuable Player in 1957 and 1958, and he was also All-District in basketball. But in 1958, he won that MVP award by getting 180 out of a possible 190 points. He had a marvelous season where he hit 440 while also pitching to a 6-0 record. And during two seasons, his last season is, is at Antioch and his last season in the now, for the boys' club team, he had a string of 17 consecutive wins. He was also a member of the Future Farmers of America, so Gene was pretty well-rounded. At the age of 18, he signed a pro contract with the New York Yankees for $20,000 and was sent to Kearney in the Nebraska State League. That was a Class D rookie league. And he was 2-6 and six and had a 3.60 ERA in his first season. In 1959, he pitched for St. Petersburg in the Florida State League and was 4-4 four and four with a 5.28 ERA. He played for two teams in 1960, back at St. Petersburg and then Fargo-Moorhead in the Class C Northern League. But he hung up his professional spikes and came back to Nashville where he pitched and played in the Nashville's local Tri-State League. And in 1965, he was named Most Valuable Player. But enough about his career. Not many know that he was one of the original Nashville Sounds owners when the team began in 1978. And I had a chance to talk with Larry Schmidt today about Gene because Gene was an important part of that ownership group. So let me let you listen in on what Larry Schmidt had to say about Gene Smith. Well, Gene and I go back to high school days. He pitched for Ashaw, pitched for Collins. Uh, his dad was very instrumental in uh, 
ballpark down there in Dogsville, I guess, and uh, played many games there. So we got it started uh, after Conway with his support, easier sale for me, and uh, I guess uh, Fair Owens uh, contacted me. Gene agreed to be one of the to buy one of the units when we did five percent. So we had a little group of a mixed group of business people, music people, and just baseball enthusiasts, of which I would include Gene. Now Gene had quite a career, didn't he, from Antioch on to like in the he went to minor leagues for a few years. I don't think he plays it one year. Football. I know that he signed out of high school. That was back before draft. He was a relative of Jim Turner, and so I don't believe he played one year, or he just quit or got released. I never knew that. Never asked him. Well, he was a two-time NIL National Interscholastic League MVP while at Antioch, and then when he came back from minor league baseball, he played I think tri-state league right. baseball. Right. How good was he? Then, do you remember, did you play against him in the Tri-State League? Off and on, I didn't play every year. But, uh, yeah, he was, uh, I wouldn't say he was the best in there because Bob Schultz was. Right. Ex-major leaguer. And, uh, but he was a premier pitcher uh, for several years after. And then, uh, I think he was an MVP of the Tri-State League one year, maybe in 75. I, I know, that, that may not be right. I don't know. Yeah. But how, how involved would uh, an owner owner B with the Nashville Sounds back in those early days, would y'all have weekly meetings, monthly meetings? No, Gene and our brother owner was a limited partner. Right. Some of them didn't recognize that game. Yeah. In their investment. So right. we usually have one meeting a year right. uh, to hand out K-1s. I was proud that I was able to return all the investments after the second year. Uh, some got a little upset that I didn't clear other other dividends. Would Gene have kept his ownership for a number of years? You remember that? Yeah, he and uh, three or four others sold out after about seven or eight years. Would their investment have paid off for them? Well, I gave all their investment back after the second year, and then they made money. Yeah. Did you stay in touch with Gene? Did you see Gene very much over the yeah, years? Yeah, all, you know, off and home. Mm-hmm. Certainly into old timers banquet. We, uh, you know, he, he'd come by the ballpark to see our improvement. Did the major improvements there, whatever year that was. So he stayed interested. He always seemed like an agreeable person. He never did seem like he ruffled anybody's feathers. Yeah, just a good guy. Yeah, just a good guy. I've heard people talk about it that he could throw a pretty good curveball. I don't know if that's true or not, but I asked him one time. Where, wherever you played, where was the best pitching mound you ever pitched off of? And you know what he told me? Sulphurdale. Yeah, Sulphurdale had that reputation. That was the only good thing about Sulphurdale. Uh, well, they had a good infield. Yeah. But uh, it was, it was, uh, that's it. One much for us to compare with. Right. Compare with Centennial Park, Shelby Park, with their holes everywhere. It certainly was best in this area. Well, that's good. I appreciate you talking to me about Gene. Everybody loved Gene. Yeah. I sent a note out to all the old timers and some of the old tri-state and city league guys, and they're all just heartbroken that yeah. Gene's passed. You know, we've lost Larry Taylor, 
former Nashville Vaughn, and I think he played in, in the uh, semi-pro leagues around town. And then, of course, Roy McDonald, a great umpire that was, was, I think, always trustworthy. And now we've lost Gene. So in the last six weeks, we've lost three pretty valuable guys that have been old-timers members. So I'm grateful. I want to kind of highlight him a little bit on my, on my podcast, let people know how. Yeah, well, he was a good guy. He'll be missed. I know he will. Well, thanks, Larry. I appreciate you talking to me about this. I'm grateful to Larry Schmidt to give me that information about Gene. Yes, he'll be missed. I want to close by saying Gene Smith was elected to the Nashville Amateur Baseball Hall of Fame. The old-timers gave him that award in 2002. And before retiring in 2012, he was a real estate investor and a private lender. And up until his death, he raised cattle. My uh, heartfelt uh, condolences go out to Gene's family. They passed away on June the 8th. And we'll miss him. And that's another episode of Skip's Corner. I hope you'll join me again another time. If you'd like to email me, you can at 262downright at gmail.com or you can go to baseballinnashville.com and click on the contact tab and send me a message. I'd love to know how you like this podcast. I hope you'll come back again next time. <laughs>